Yo, yo, check this out. This out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. So it is time for Sound of the City Focus as we do it every uh, single Saturday uh, where we talk to a particular artists that are either coming from Cape Town uh, or South Africa who makes great music and who is part of the footprint of the city's music. And this particular artist, uh, she she is a fantastic singer, songwriter, personality and I must throw personality into this one uh, because uh, she's a bit of a, she's a bit of a, how would we say this, she's a bit of a fire, a bit of a fire character uh, and people People love, love her opinions on so many matters, or they hate it, but you know what? That That is how it is when you put yourself out there and say what you want to say. On that note, good afternoon to Tia Black. <laughs> afternoon, Chad. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. A giggle for that introduction. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm laughing at the introduction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true though, true. But anyway, yeah, no, go let, back, go let, back. yeah, let's let's start um right at the beginning. Uh, so you've been writing songs uh, before your teen years. Like, t- tell us about Tia Black yeah. back then, like when it started. I think Tia Black back then when I started, I was a bit of a troublemaker on school, and yeah. you know, I had no outlet. Yeah, and I felt like I wasn't being heard at home because yeah. my dad's in ministry, and so yeah. they were, like they were focused on a lot of things. And I, I'm not saying I didn't get focused, but I just felt like I wasn't the main focus. Yeah, and, and as a drama queen, you like to be the main focus. <laughs> you have to be. So, obviously. So I started writing poetry. Yeah, and then it just kind of evolved into let me just sing this. Yeah. And then there was this time that I had a band called Fresh Breeze and we nice. were a gospel band because we sang in the choir, we sang in the worship team. Yes. Um, we were in the junior choirs, whatever. And it evolved because yeah. I now knew that I could take the words yeah. that, I was, that I was feeling and put that into music. And put it into music. And I get that. And that's such an important lesson as a young person uh, because you cottoned on to, to the power of the songwriter at a very, very like young age. So you were always aware of how yes. important the songwriter is in the process. And and tell us about uh, you as a songwriter, you know, in the last maybe five, uh, five to eight years, what you've been wow. working on. So the <laughs> It's always weird having to think back like yeah. five years or eight years. Yeah. But eight or nine years ago, I started writing for hip-hop artists. Yeah. Yeah. And and the guy that was doing my production at that time, he would just be like, look, you have to be able to write for anyone. Yeah. And if hip-hop happens to give you the foot in the door, use yeah. it. Yeah. And I got lucky with Slicker. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, I mean, so it, you, you laid down the, the demo of the hook, right? I laid... So what had happened was I was in studio for a totally different reason. Slicker yeah. had called the producer and said, yo, I just sent you something. Yeah. Like, what's going on there? And they were going back and forth with beats while I was in studio. Yeah. And he happened to send the, the beat that Slicker happened to like. And he's like, what is going to happen to the hook? Yeah. And he said, just give me five minutes. Wow. And as I'm leaving, he's like, yo, Tia, don't you just want to write something quickly? I had to write that hook in something like seven minutes. Wow. Wow. Wrote the hook, and then I had to demo it in that same time. Yeah. And they sent it immediately. And Slicker said, I don't care who this is on this hook. Because I thought I was demoing and someone else was going to sing it. Yeah. And he said, I don't care who's on this hook. Yeah, of course. She stays on the song. Wow. 
Wow. Oh, okay, I, I was not planning that. And yeah. because of that, um, I met Questa, and yeah. then Questa had the whole high on life situation, yes, and I wrote and sang the hook there yeah. as well. Then I met George Vakian, yep. and he hopped onto one of my songs, and it kind of just spiraled from yeah. there. And like, like they say, the rest is history, yeah. but... I've been fortunate enough to then use the connections that I have in the music circles to secure either a publishing deal yes. or more write for overseas artists who aren't necessarily well known, yeah. but they're willing to work and they understand the concept of writing and accruing royalties. Yeah. The music. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. Somewhere along the lines, I wrote the winning song for X Factor Nigeria. Yes. Africa, I can't remember. Um, somewhere along that line. Yeah, I remember that as well. So I mean, it's it's such a it's such a great journey, and and I mean, you speak about these things very lightly, and I think you know, to the songwriters out there, you know, getting to understand uh, um, what what the role of a writer, the the, the risks you take for creating uh, music. Sometimes you know, with with without, you know, a lot of people think it's very transactional songwriting, and it's not because you know songs get placed, and and you can end up making money in different countries and 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 different uh, re- um, in different currencies as well, yeah. uh, which is great and. And I think a lot of artists only look as far as writing for themselves, and uh, a lot of artists think think that they have to write for themselves. Where um, you know, I think that you know, I've always tried to think outside and and be like, you know what, it's the song, uh, you know, it's about the song. So for me, I agree with you there. For a long time, artists were told you have to write your own music, you have yeah. to write your own music, you have to. So it's kind of been drilled into people that they have to write their own yeah. music. My take on that is what is what's what's the best thing for the music? Yeah. Does it mean that there have to be five writers yeah. on a song sometimes? Yes. It yeah. means sometimes there needs to be four producers. Yeah. If and and, and sometimes it's it's Billy Eilish and a brother Phineas, just two people. Yes. Look, it varies all, all the time, right? Yes. The con the end product is usually yeah. what's most important. Yeah. It yeah. should be what's most important, the integrity of the music that you're yeah. putting out. I love that. So if you are putting out something just because, oh, I want to write my own songs, yeah. I'm, I'm always trying to drill into people that as a writer, you getting 10% of 10 million yep. is better than you getting... 100%, 100% of 1,000. 1,000. <laughs> yeah. And no. when you understand that the power in collaboration yeah. when it comes to writing yeah. for the betterment of whatever song you're putting out. Yeah, I love it. I think it's something that people need to learn more and more about and I'm so glad that we're actually getting to have this conversation. Uh, let's talk about um, the EP on the way. <laughs> this EP. Look, I was not going to drop an EP. I was not going to yeah. drop an EP. But because of the single and the people that I've worked with on the single, which yeah. is... Um, the guys from Mixing Room yeah. that I know you know them. But no, of course, man. Big shout out to the guys at Mixing Room yeah, coming together like, with the good music. They are. They, they're doing some amazing things. So it's Keenan Johnson yeah. and Clayton Damon, otherwise known as Ken J Beats and yeah. Soulful Clay. And yeah. then obviously the guy that mixed and mastered my song. Yeah. <laughs> That's done. Yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. So if it wasn't for them, there would be no forthcoming EP. Yeah. However, 
I think I found the click that gets what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And that if I vibe, I vibe. Yeah. And we just happen to vibe. I get that. It's very organic. No, it's there. You know, and the relationship between the artists and the producers or the team, it's so important because I'm sure you've been in in sessions where, you know, you... you, awkward. Yeah, it's awkward awkward because, like, the engineer is coming with negative energy and you're like, like, you know... Yeah, now he's like, oh, don't like that. Do it again. And you're like, oh, but I like... it's. You know, I don't think people actually know the the potential of of awkward moments in studio. So who you work with is is, is very important. And we get to understand why artists work with certain producers for so long also, right? Yeah, but sometimes we also as artists... So I've never viewed myself as a a fully-fledged artist. I've never viewed myself as such because I don't think I was very consistent with releasing things because I felt very detached from the industry itself. However... There was a time that I was only working with one producer, okay. like literally, because I felt that he he understood me. Yeah. But in doing that, I boxed myself so much. I get that. that you sort of have to relearn how yeah. to work with people. Yeah. And, and I mean, he, he, he I think we're speaking about A.V. Grandia, right? Yeah. And I mean, he's a great producer in his own right. But, you know, like, as you say, as an artist, you have to constantly just keep moving and, and finding things from different you know, uh, uh, from different producers and different vibes and energies. Um, yeah. On on the note of, of viewing yourself as an artist and, and a writer and, and just your viewpoint on that, uh, do you view uh, this next single uh, as well as the EP as, as, a, as a subtle comeback? Or is that too much to take on? I've never, I don't like the word comeback. Yeah, because you're saying you never left. Yeah, now listen. <laughs> Isn't there a Whitney song <laughs> or a Tony Braxton song? Like, um, like I never left. And I've, I've never, well, I never left. I've, I can't think of it now. But yeah. I think it's more of a a resurfacing. I like that. You no, know? it's a resurfacing because I've now re-evaluated who I am as yeah. an quote-unquote artist, yeah. as a writer, as some as a creative. Yeah. I've, I've shuffled things internally. Yeah. And there was a time that I was not ready to accept that, hey, you can actually sing. Yeah. I used to play it off so much. Like, no, man, um, I, I just happened to sing. Like, yeah. But now I'm in that space where it's like, girl, just go for it. Yeah. And I think also just doing making the music you, you want to make yeah. uh, versus the music that you feel that the, the industry puts this uh, like you know the subtle pressure on, on us to make and I think the moment you start making that music is when you step into that true phase of, of who you are right now um, and, and, and that's when the special uh, tunes come out and, and you know I, I'm going to play the new song in a bit uh, in, in a little bit but I, I just want you to tell me more about uh, If You Want uh, which is the brand new single that dropped yesterday <laughs> Yeah so we dropped If You Want yesterday and the song is very indicative of where I'm at in life. So when I came out, I came out as a solo artist with Crusader, it was was tagged as an inspirational song. And then people got this idea that that's what I'm supposed to sound like. And when I evolved, it was, oh, she does the hooks for all the hip hop guys. So she's trying to be a bad girl. At the end of the day, I've grown. I've grown into to a woman. When I came out, yeah. I was pretty much still a youngster. Yeah. I'm a fully grown woman now, and I have a very certain expectation yeah. of 
people who want to be with me romantically. Yes. Yeah. Like because I'm very straightforward. Yeah. I don't like people beating around the bush. Yeah. And the song is just it's like you can get it if you want it, but you're going to have to say something. I love it. Don't ask me stupid questions about the color of the sky and like what do you want from me? Star signs. Yeah, like yeah, bro, give me a direct yeah. answer. It, you can get it if you want it. Yeah. And you also need to know what it is that you want. Yeah. Do you want a relationship? Do you just want to mess around? Yeah. Do you want companionship? Yeah. Do you want someone to build with? You can get it if you want it. Yeah. But you have to say something. I love that. And you know, I think this message we can actually take beyond a romantic setting and just put it into life as well. For those of you listening, uh, I think, you know, knowing what you want, yeah. saying what you want, being clear about what you want and going for what you want and saying it is so is so important when it comes to success and stepping forward. Atia Black, thank <laughs> you for the conversation because I, I do know we could speak for a long time. Whenever yeah. we do chat, I'm calling about one thing and then Next thing we're talking about, oh, did you hear the Thai dollar sign? Uh, he played the he played the bass live on that song, and he, he, yeah, it can go on forever. But we are live on radio. Those of you that just joined us, uh, we're just wrapping up a conversation with Tia Black, who's dropped a brand new single called "If You Want." Tia, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for the music, and we simply cannot wait uh, to hear the the EP as well. It's all you need.